Tis the season, fly season, that is. Part one today of dealing with these little pests. Updates from Miles City Market Reports and lots more. Crew, let's ranch it up. Good day, everyone, and thanks for riding with us on this all-new episode of the Ranch It Up radio show. I'm Jeff Tigger Earhart. A big thank you goes out to our partners, the world-famous Mile City Buck and Horse Sale. We're going to hear from them a little later on in the show. Pharmatan and Imogene Ingredients, the Tri-State Livestock News, the Farmer and Rancher Exchange, and the Fence Post, Westway Feed Products, Allied Genetic Resources, Livestock Market, Equine Market, and AuctionTime.com, RFD-TV, the Cowboy Channel, and Wrangler. Cow Country News, you know, the cow stuff. Our top news story, and this one has really rocked the industry. I'm going to devote a fair amount of time to this one. Another cattle Ponzi scheme has been discovered, and three, unfortunately, have committed suicide because of this. Three individuals have reportedly committed suicide in connection with a $150 million-plus ghost cattle feeding Ponzi scheme that was recently exposed. That, according to a source, speaking on condition of anonymity. Now, the source said Brian McLean of McLean Farms in Benton, Kentucky, who orchestrated the scheme and committed suicide in mid-April, promised a 15% return to those who invested in his cattle-based 7M Cattle Feeders Incorporated and McLean Feed Yarm Incorporated. A commodity broker as well as one investor have also reportedly committed suicide, according to the source. McLean Farms Incorporated, 7M Cattle Feeders Incorporated, and McLean Feed Yard Incorporated all filed a Chapter 7 bankruptcy in the United States Bankruptcy Court for the Northern District of Texas. Ag Texas Farm Credit Services, Cactus Feeders Finance LLC, First Capital Bank of Texas, Caterpillar, and Rabo Agrifinance are just a few of the over 100 creditors owed by the entities. Estimated assets range from $1 million to $10 million, while estimated liabilities range from $50 million to $100 million. Rabo Agrifinance filed a lawsuit April 25th against McLean Farms and Associated Businesses that revealed over $51 million was owed. The filing reported that in December last year of 2022, 89,522 head of cattle with a bar- uh, borrowing base excuse me, of over $97 million were listed as collateral for McLean. Now, by February of this year, there were only 37,992 cattle with a borrowing base of just a little over $36 million. So the lawsuit states, in other words, the loan parties themselves reported a decrease in owned cattle of 51,350 head and a corresponding decrease in cattle valuation of over $60 million. Now in recent days, an inventory count found that there were only 10,000 575 head of cattle, essentially a 27,000 head decline from February. On May 3rd, USDA's Agricultural Marketing Service, the AMS, announced that anyone who sold livestock to or has not received payment from McLean Farms, 7M Cattle Feeders, McLean Feed Yard, or Brian McLean should file dealer trust claims promptly. The agency said unpaid livestock sellers may be protected under a provision of the Packers and Stockyards Act of 1921 that requires all livestock purchased by a dealer in cash sales and all receivables or proceeds such as livestock 
to be held in trust for the benefit of all unpaid cash sellers. The USDA did say unpaid sellers must act quickly as the law requires that claims be filed with USDA and McLean within 30 days after payment is due or within 15 business days after a payment instrument issued to the livestock seller has been dishonored. Claim amounts should be for the gross amount McLean agreed to pay for the livestock. These are the tough stories to report on that unfortunately do exist in our industry. So before we get into any deals with anyone, and it's so easy these days just to go on even on social media and cut deals, right? We need to take the time to vet those people out, research, get background on those individuals, ask those questions. And if there is any concern, any red flag whatsoever, back out of that deal. Remember, if it's too good to be true, it probably is. Just be safe out there, y'all. Now coming up, tis the season, and I hate these little buggers, and I say it every year about this time. So coming up, we're talking flies. The Ranch It Up radio show will be right back. Livestockmarket.com puts you in control when buying or selling commercial livestock, seed stock, or show stock. The easy-to-use online platform at LivestockMarket.com offers private treaty, online auction, and live auction internet bidding. Animals are sold before they ever leave your place. And with LivestockMarket.com, there's no middleman. Buyers connect directly with livestock and hay producers. There's no easier way to find buyers for cattle, sheep, goats, pigs, and hay. Sell on your terms today with LivestockMarket.com. We've had just about everything thrown at us, from blizzards to rainstorms, to heat and the drought already, makes it tough to be in the cow business. So make life a bit easier with liquid feed and tub supplements from Westway Feed Products, all designed to complement your forages. It's upcycling and efficiency. At Westway Feed Products, we create cow herd efficiency one lick at a time. The world-famous Mile City Bucking Horse Sale for 2023 starts with horse racing. Six days with paramutual wagering, May 6th and 7th on Derby Days, coinciding with the Kentucky Derby. That'll be shown live in Mile City. Mother's Day is also special with moms free to the races. And more races added May 19th through the 21st. The world-famous Mile City Bucking Horse Sale. For schedule and tickets, go online, buckinghorsesale.com. Cattle Battle. The Ranch It Up Radio Show, the most information packed into a 30-minute program that you can find. It's all things. It's your all things ranching newscast, and so glad to have you with us. Questions, comments, concerns, criticisms, you can call or text us at 707-RANCH20. That's 707-726-2420. Email at gmail.com and social media at Ranch It Up Show. Now, tis the season for these little buggers. I say it every year. Flies drive me nuts, but that is just a drop in the bucket compared to the critters and the dollars that are lost in the lack of fly control. It can be staggering, so tis the season to get control before they really come in in droves. Dr. Wayne Ayers, a technical consulting veterinarian for the beef team with Elanco Animal Health, joins us now. Dr. Ayers, it's great to have you on the show. Now, today we start part one of a series about flies, understanding the nature of those little rascals, prevention, torment alleviation, I will say. Uh, Thanks so much for joining us. Now, let's start with the dollars and cents, potential economic losses, and then let's look at those types of flies and 
how they move around and they reproduce and identification. Sure. So, so there's uh, four main flies that we uh, are concerned with in cattle in general, that regardless of whether it's a cow-calf, a stalker, dairy, feedlot. Um, and those are horn flies, stable flies, space flies, and house flies. So those four have the potential to all cause some degree of economic loss. Horn flies and face flies are the two most important on a cow-calf operation and on stalkers. And so the horn flies, um, estimate, estimates have been made that they uh, potential loss of about a billion dollars to the U.S. cattle industry if we don't do anything with, for those. Um, it can equate to about 10 to 15 pounds of weaning weight on a, on a suckling calf and anywhere from 15 to 50 pounds of gain on a stalker calf. Um, these cattle or these flies bite. They are the ones that live on the back and they live entirely on the animal, the cow, their entire life. They only fly off briefly to lay their eggs in a fresh fecal pad and then fly back to the cow. Um, the entire time they're on the cow, they're, um, they feed 20 to 30 times a day, and each one of those, uh, they have to bite and then cause a little bit of a blood loss. 200 flies will fit in your hand. If you put your hand straight out with your fingers next to each other, the 200 of these horn flies will fit. And that, at that point, um, we can start to document economic loss. So when we see one of those cows out there or a bull out there in the pasture, and they swish their tail and this big black cloud comes up and it goes back down. They have thousands of them on them. And it's been estimated that when they're covered like that, they can lose a pint of blood a day. Oh, wow. So, and that kind of gives you the willies part. a little bit, doesn't it, Dr. Ayers, when you're, when you're talking about that? I literally did that with my hand. Everybody else did too. And, and that 200 flies, it kind of just makes the hair stand up. Exactly. And if you think about those things biting you that many times a day and how many, depending on how many you have, I mean, it's annoying enough when you walk out and a mosquito bites you, but these things, their mouth parts are much bigger than a mosquito. And so um, they're really, they're really annoying. And so the cow's, the cow's not eating. And if the cow's not eating, she's not uh, adding nutrients to make milk and therefore milk production goes down and that calf's, that's how the calf ends up being a uh, reduced growth rate is because the cow uh, is not making as much milk as she could, but um, tremendously irritating and, um, and annoying and, and economic loss. That's, that's the potential for the greatest economic loss on the, on the beef side of things. The phase flies, um, it only takes about 12 to 14 of those to be on a uh, animal's face. Um, they feed on tears, so they don't bite, but they're annoying because they'll get up in the corner of the eye and they reach up with their foot and they rub the cornea on the eye or oh, they'll sure. take their mouth. They'll take their mouth and, you know, and, and rub the cornea and make an irritation. Well, when they do that, there's damage, a little bit of damage to the cornea and that allows uh, Morixella bovis, which is a bacteria that causes pink eye to attach to that cornea. Um, where that little piece of damage is. And then these flies get that on their feet and on their mouth parts, those bacteria, and they fly from cow to cow feeding, and that's they move 
uh, pink eye around. So those flies, including the phage fly, they they hear the cow defecate or they smell, they sense that the cow defecated, flies off, lays eggs, and then gets back on the on the cow. And so it doesn't matter where the cow defecates, it's going to lay eggs in there. And those hatch. And then the first thing they do when cattle come by again, or as they move around the pasture, then they go find that. So stable flies and house flies, they replicate in decomposing organic matter. So generally, they're not a big problem on the cow-calf or a stalker operation unless the cattle are still grazing close to maybe where we had hay bale feeders and round bale feeders, and we didn't clean up. And so now that decomposing hay and manure that's all mixed there around those hay feeders these two flies, they replicate in that kind of material. Stable flies are tremendously expensive. They, it only takes about four per leg. They live on the legs instead of the back. They only spend a short period of time on the animal. They, they bite and then they suck a meal of blood and then they fly off and go rest in the tall grass. They can cause uh, milk reduction. Um, about Some studies have shown up to about four-tenths of a pound of a day. They cause uh, in loss of um, uh, body weight gain. They cause cattle to bunch up. And so sometimes we always, we think, you know, hey, these cattle are bunched underneath a tree getting in the shade. Well, they may be driven there by the stable flies because then they, they get their heads all together because they don't want to be the ones on the outside mm-hmm. because the stable flies are biting their legs. So just a real quick, interesting for folks to uh, be able to tell these apart, corn flies are generally on the back, but they will go underneath the belly during the heat of the day. Horn flies always land on the cow, or you'll see them in a position with their head pointed down towards the ground. Stable flies are always on the legs, and they always have their head pointed up. So it's an easy way of looking at them and saying, hey, what kind of flies do I have? You can have horn flies on the legs in the heat of the day, but they always go to the back. They always still point with their heads down. Stable flies always with their heads up. You know, Dr. Ayers, I come back to this so many times. It doesn't matter if we're talking, uh, we're managing flies. We are talking about reproduction. We're talking about nutrition. It doesn't matter if we're we're trying to... Uh, fight cock city on the calves. It doesn't matter about these things. I always come back to this statement that is, if you have questions or you want to debate or rebuttal something or you don't quite understand or you're frustrated or you have a situation, use your veterinarian. Use your veterinarian. That's what they're there for. They do not just want to fix prolapses. That's not what they want to do all the time. They want to come out and help and consult because if we're profitable, you guys are profitable. That's exactly right. I mean, and and prevention, just like the nutrition end of things, nutrition is the foundation for everything. Cows got to do well. It's the foundation for a good response to vaccines. Just, and fly control, you know, is right in there with that. Dr. Wayne Ayers with Elanco Animal Health. So great to have you with us on the show. Now, coming up next week, we're going to tackle the fly control issue types of methods of control costs associated with these methods and lots, lots more. It's all about flies. So if you have any questions, uh, please fire them our direction. Email again is ranchitupshow at gmail.com. Call and text us 24-7 at 
707-726-2420. And you can text me at that number as well. I believe I just said that. So stick around. We've got a lot more of the Ranch It Up radio show. It's coming up, including the numbers. So we will be right back. The Tri-State Livestock News, what ranchers read. Stop by your local sale barn or livestock center and grab the latest issue of the Tri-State Livestock News. From the latest cattle market reports to various news stories within the ag industry, the Tri-State Livestock News covers it all. You can also check us out at tsln.com. And for those of you that might be interested in subscriptions or advertising, please give me a call, Tracy Hawk, at 406-951-3211. The Tri-State Livestock News, what ranchers read. Spring has sprung, and I know you have everything going through your mind from calving to spring planting. Are we going to get enough rain? Are we going to have enough hay? I understand this. But remember, it's not too late to add Allied Genetic Resources genetics into your bull battery. Now, spring may be here, but bull buying season is far from over. There's still lots of Allied sales one can attend. Make a difference and add Allied Genetic Resources to your program. You'll be glad you did. The world-famous Mile City Bucking Horse Sale for 2023 features one of the largest one-day match bronc ridings in the world. Sunday, May 21st at the fairgrounds, a PRCA-sanctioned event with 32 of the best bronc riders in the world riding for a $50,000 purse. Sunday, May 21st of the Bucking Horse Sale weekend, parimutuel wagering also available. Find the schedule and tickets online, buckinghorsesale.com. Welcome back, everyone, to the Ranch It Up Radio Show. It's that time when we check in with Kirk Donsbach, Stonex Financial Incorporated. And by the way, if you aren't subscribing to Kirk's free newsletter, you can do so today by texting the word cattle, C-A-T-T-L-E-2-33777. That's text the word cattle, 233777. Free newsletter comes out usually Sunday evenings and is when Kirk puts that together and kind of breaks down the markets and gives some more information, a little bit more detail than what you and I go through, Kirk. So I highly recommend that people get on your email list. How are you today, sir? I'm doing very good, Tigger. All sympathies to our fellow producers in Nebraska and Kansas and Oklahoma and Texas. But here up in central Montana, we went from famine to feast. Now it won't quit raining. It kind of seems that situation, isn't it, where one person, like you said, famine or feast is getting more rain than they can handle. The other places are so desperately dry that are that are really, really getting nervous as we speak. So, tis the season, right? We're going into it again. Absolutely. And uh, this is a little bit anecdotal, but I just got word this morning that a client of mine has seen some pretty massive cow liquidation in Kansas. So, our listeners should be aware of that. Okay. Okay. Very good to bring that to light. That's something that we'll put on the top of the priority list to follow that along. So, number-wise, um, especially as you're saying that it looks like there could be some liquidation going on, What uh, what's going on with the markets? What is it looking like? As of Friday, May 5th, August feeders closed at 221.75. That's down $8.92.5 with the CME feeder index at 199.46, down $3.74. That leaves our basis versus May futures a negative $3.65. So fairly normal $3, maybe a little bit long in the tooth. June live closed at 161.97.5 on the week. That's down $3.47.5 with cash trading 172 in the south and 176 to 177 in the north. 
That leaves our five area weighted average down four dollars and sixty three cents at one seventy three ninety eight, and the basis versus June live futures a positive twelve dollars and five cents. I do want to point out I've read several articles that futures were overdone, and they sold off too much without seeing it in cash. But I'd actually like to point out that the basis actually narrowed a dollar. So even with futures going down like it did, cash actually went down a dollar more. So that's important for our listeners to realize. The market is closing that very wide basis. Weekly slaughter came in at 623,000. That's down 1,000 versus last week and 38,000 versus the same week last year. Choice Box has printed 309.19 on Friday PM. That's down $2.25 on the week. To wrap this all up, December corn traded $5.35 and a quarter. That's up six and a quarter cents on the week. The market found buyers at the 510 support level and spillover support from the Kansas City wheat contract, which you have Russia rattling sabers again, and you also have the drought that shows up in the big wheat state of Kansas. The world-famous Mile City Bucking Horse Sale is coming up fast this weekend, Mother's Day weekend, another big weekend for racing. So I wanted to reach out to Robert Took. He is the race meet director, and he also sits on the board of governors for the world-famous Mile City Bucking Horse Sale. Robert, let's talk a little bit about the races that were last weekend. The race is coming up again uh, this weekend in Mile City. We had a good weekend. It was uh, a little chilly on, on Derby Day for us, but uh, we had nine races, had some great races. Um, Sunday, we had uh, had another nine races. They were pretty good, too. We're building that weekend. It's it's something new that we, we just started, so it's something that we wanted to do to help the horsemen out, to give their horsemen or their horses a little bit of a breather in between our uh, trials and our finals during the buck and horse sales so and then this weekend we've got more races coming up we got races on mother's day i have a feeling we're gonna have a a full card plus a couple races on sunday so it's supposed to be 83 degrees here and sunny on sunday so we're hoping for a huge crowd it's just something we need to keep building on but it'll get there you know mother's day is a huge day for us and and uh, it took us a while to get Mother's Day to where it's at, but uh, Mother's Day is a big hit, so I, I'm expecting a real big crowd this weekend. And Robert, we're just a few days away here from the big brew happening, right, on uh, May 18th through the 21st. Yeah, Beck and I looking forward to, to getting out there and seeing everybody. Oh, yeah, we're, we're excited to have you. Um, we'd love everyone to show up and have a good time and enjoy the weather. The weather right now is looking like it's going to be pretty good, and, you know, there's a a group of guys that is on our board of directors and it's an all volunteer board. We, it's not just a couple week long deal. We spend all year putting this thing together and it, it takes a lot of uh, blood, sweat and tears, 11 other guys, plus some ancillary folks other than me. So there's a big group of us that, that uh, work very hard to put this event on and, and we're just happy to put the best uh, event we can on for the crowd. And it seems to be working. Our, Crowd sizes keep growing, so hopefully we're going in the right direction. And probably blood, sweat, and tears in that order, too. <laughs> I mean, I know how it goes when it's a volunteer 100%. basis. Every All all hands on deck, moving panels and everything, right? Absolutely. Moving panels, moving dirt, shoveling stalls. We, we kind of do it all. I would say probably, especially for people that are coming in last minute or they're hearing this and they're saying, you know what? These guys have been talking about it for two months already, the world-famous Mile City Buck and Horse Sale. By golly, we're just going to make our way to Montana. I would say, and a recommendation is, go online and get your tickets today if that is a plan because I, I know the town is going to fill up fast. Absolutely. You know, the town, 
usually doubles or triples in size the third weekend in May. So, uh, and we're pretty proud of that. And we're always happy to see out of town folks come in and enjoy themselves. And we want them all to leave thinking that they had a great time in Mile City. The world-famous Mile City Bucking Horse Sale, May 18th, 19th, 20th, and 21st. That's when we say the big brouhaha is going to start in addition to the races that are going on this weekend and then coming up real fast. So if you want to join us, Beck and I are going to be out there. Come out and say hi. Hunt us down out there. Fire us a message. We're going to be hanging around Mile City all weekend long. We're so looking forward to this. It is an action-packed weekend rodeo the western way of life ranching cowboy and cows you name it the whole works bucking horses what more could you want right for more information just head to buckinghorsesale.com that's buckinghorsesale.com go there today for your tickets and to get more information and we'll see you in mile city montana i tip my hat to you from one legend to another now, before we say fairly well, we want to give a big tip of the hat. And you know what I'm going to do on this one. This is going to go out to all of the moms out there, but not just the moms, but all of the ladies, those people that are a positive influence on our lives. It could be aunts. It could be sisters. It could be friends, wives, partners, spouses. It doesn't matter. But those ladies out there that that keep us on the straight and narrow, right, that are a positive influence in our life, that are giving so much of theirs to the success of so many of us out here. So it's a big tip of the hat. Just want to say thank you. Do something special. Even even if it's just make a phone call, you will make somebody's day. I guarantee it. Now that's going to wrap it up for today. A big thanks from our crew to yours, starting out with Dr. Wayne Ayers with Elanco Animal Health. And again, next week is going to be part two when we're tackling the flies. Robert Took with a world-famous Mile City Buck and Horse Sale. Appreciate it. Looking forward to seeing you here shortly in Mile City. And Kirk Donsbach with Stonex Financial Incorporated. A big thanks goes out to our partners, the world-famous Mile City Buck and Horse Sale, Pharmatan and Imogene Ingredients, the Tri-State Livestock News, the Farmer and Rancher Exchange and the Fence Post, Westway Feed Products, Allied Genetic Resources, Livestock Market, Equine Market, and AuctionTime.com, RFDTV, the Cowboy Channel and Wrangler. And crew, so glad you all came with us one more time as we ranch it up. Be sure to like and follow us on Facebook at Ranch It Up Show. Our email, ranchitupshow at gmail.com. And you can call us, leave us a message 24-7 at 707-RANCH20. That's 707-726-2420. You can text me at that number as well. Spread the good word and join us again next week where it's always Tigger approved. Stay ranchy and ranch it up.